Thank you for joining us here at Celebration Church, where we celebrate God, celebrate people, and celebrate life. We hope you enjoy today's message. Hi, everybody, and welcome to Church Online. We're so excited to have you with us. Uh, Today's word is going to bless you, so I encourage you just to open your heart, open your your spiritual eyes to all God has. Uh, No doubt you're going to walk away changed and blessed. Um, We're really excited about our upcoming miracle offering. Charlie and I have been praying about how much we feel God wants us to give. Uh, We're excited that it's going towards things like uh, world vision, compassion, um, especially with the COVID response in uh, third world countries, countries that are trying to get uh, a lot of help. We want to make sure we're helping as a church with that. Also, uh, locally in our community, um, with our youth and with different projects across the church, we're just looking forward to what uh, we can do, what we can see God do when it comes to different things around the property. I know Pastor Joel and others have mentioned things like the shades over our kids' uh, play area, uh, outdoor hospitality, our bathrooms, uh, potential mother's room stuff, uh, a whole bunch of things and more. Uh, I just encourage you in your heart, really just sit with the Holy Spirit and ask him, what is it that he wants you to give? What is it that you can do to play a part of sowing into the next generation? Because the Bible says that we shouldn't give begrudgingly, but we should give what we've decided in our heart to give. And so I just encourage every single person listening, sit with the Holy Spirit, get that joy in your heart about what he might want you to give. And by doing so, let's partner together with seeing God really do something incredible in and through this giving in Jesus' name. Today's message, if you're ready for it, I'm speaking about the power or the beauty of the blood of Jesus. The beauty of the blood of Jesus. Blood is something that I don't really uh, like looking at. My wife, she likes those medical shows. For me, I really can't handle any of that stuff. It makes me queasy. Uh, When she gave birth to our son, I had my eyes shut most of the time. I think, I can't really remember, it's kind of in the back of my, it's away, yep, yeah, it's gone. Um, but it was one of those things where uh, blood for me is kind of, ugh, like I don't want to see it. Last year at lockdown, you might remember, I had a sledgehammer and I was talking about how prayer breaks through and I tried to hit a cinder block with a sledgehammer, I missed it, I hit my foot and the worst part of that, or one of the worst parts was looking down and seeing what was happening with my foot. And it was very, uh, I felt a bit lightheaded and it wasn't very good. Hey, you might be someone who loves blood, but for me, not so much. Uh, But today I want to speak about the beauty of the blood when it comes to the blood of Jesus Christ. And if you know the scriptures, the scriptures tell us that it's because of the Father's love that he sent Jesus. And he showed his love that Jesus died on the cross shedding his blood for our sin. And that's a powerful thing. And today I just want to really encourage all of us to make sure that in our hearts that we have fresh eyes because it's easy to get familiar with things like the basics, things like the blood of Jesus. It's something we should never be familiar with. It's something that is so holy, so precious, something that changes everything. It's a game changer. And so through today's message, I want to just encourage you to be open with that. And 
As previously mentioned, we're going to be doing communion today. So at the end of today's message, uh, we're going to take some time just to reflect on the blood of Jesus and take communion together uh, in our different locations. And that's going to be powerful as well. So why don't we pray right now and just ask the Holy Spirit to help us and just to be welcome. Father, we thank you for your presence. We thank you for who you are. And today, Holy Spirit, we just welcome you here. We pray, Lord, that you would just touch the hearts of every hearer. Lord, that we would walk away changed according to your amazing scripture. And Lord, we just pray most of all that the name of Jesus would be lifted high in this place. We honour you and we thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. The blood of Jesus is a powerful thing. The first thing about the blood of Jesus I want us to look at is this, is that through the blood of Jesus, we have forgiveness of sins. Through the blood of Jesus, we have forgiveness of sins. And in Hebrews chapter 9, verse 22, if you have your Bibles, you can turn there with me. Hebrews 9, verse 22, it says this. It says, Indeed, under the law, almost everything is purified with blood, but without the shedding of blood, there is no forgiveness of sins. Without the shedding of blood, there is no forgiveness of sins. We have to remember that in the Old Testament, the Israeli people, the people of God in the Old Testament, used to have to give blood sacrifice in order to have their sins forgiven. Or the priests would, would uh, offer blood sacrifice for the forgiveness of sin. And then with Jesus, with the beauty of who Jesus was and the sacrifice he gave, through his blood, we can now step into that sacrifice. There's no more need for animals to be killed. Instead, Jesus paid the price on the cross so that we might have our sin forgiven. Often we can come before God with our sin and ask for forgiveness, but we also have trouble forgiving ourselves. And I want to encourage you today that maybe it's time for you to realize that when Jesus forgives you, that you can also forgive yourself. Through his blood, it's for redemption, it's for freedom. And when it comes to his blood, it's a powerful agent. It says this, Billy Graham said this great, great quote. Billy Graham said, Be assured that there is no sin you have ever committed that the blood of Jesus cannot cleanse. Billy Graham was a great man of God. And it's so true. There's no sin you've ever committed that the blood of Jesus cannot cleanse. That is the power of the blood of Jesus. In 1 John chapter 1, verse 7, it says, But if we walk in the light, as he is in the light, we have fellowship with one another, and the blood of Jesus, his Son, cleanses us from all sin. All sin. The blood of Jesus washes away our past and opens up our future. The blood of Jesus washes away our past and opens up our future. If you're writing notes, write that down. We have to understand that it's like it's a new beginning. It's a new start. It's through the blood of Jesus, through his sacrifice, by receiving that sacrifice, that we actually step into our future. It's hard to step into your God future without the blood of Jesus. I would say it's impossible. Never forget that you are a new creation through the blood of Jesus. You are a new creation. Your old is gone and your new is here. Don't dwell on the past. Don't dwell on your mistakes. Don't dwell on your yesterday. Remember that God is someone who declares over you 
You are a new creation. You might need to look in the mirror and say, new creation. It's a powerful thing. And when God makes you a new creation, that is a beautiful creation. Sin is gone. Purity and holiness is there. And you can be all that God has called you to be. Hey, the second thing today, if you're writing notes at home or wherever you're listening, is this. Through the blood of Jesus, we are free from sin. Through the blood of Jesus, we are free. So point number one is we are forgiven. Point number two is that we are free. And I love this. In Revelation chapter 1, verse 5, and I'll give you a moment to turn there. Revelation 1, verse 5. It says, And from Jesus Christ, the faithful witness, the firstborn of the dead, and the ruler of the kings on earth, to him who loves us and has freed us from our sins by his blood. Freed you. No more chains, no more addiction, no more shame. He has freed you. I want to encourage you. You are free. I love this verse. It says, He, he whom the Son sets free is free indeed. That's eight, John chapter 8, verse 36. He who Jesus has set free is free indeed. Often we can have our sins forgiven, but hold on to chains of our past. Even if you've been a Christian for many years, you can still often be bound by the addictions of yesterday. And I want to encourage you today that the Holy Spirit has the power through the blood of Jesus to free you from all, all chains, all sin, all addiction, all shame. To walk as a free person is something that it's hard to explain. It's, it's, there is a, a, a jig in your step when you're free. But it's even so much more than that. A free person is it's a light spirit. It's a sweet spirit. It's a free spirit. It's knowing who you are in God. It's having a joy that flows from your innermost being. And that is the call of God for every believer, that we're people who are free by the blood of Jesus. C.S. Lewis, if you've heard of C.S. Lewis, uh, big fan of C.S. Lewis. He wrote Lord of the Rings, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I think, that, I think so. If I'm wrong, I'm sorry. We just started watching it for the 10th time at home, Lord of the Rings again. Thank you, Charlie, my wife, who is a fan. I'm a fan, but she is a fan. C.S. Lewis says this. It says, he said, On the back of Satan's neck is a nailed, scarred footprint. On the back of Satan's neck is a nailed, scarred footprint. I love that analogy that it's through the cross that we have freedom over the enemy in Jesus' name. Hey, the third thing today is this. And I'm messing up my notes. I'm so sorry to our note people, but that's okay. But the third thing is this, is that we overcome the enemy by the blood of Jesus. And it says this in Revelation 12, verse 11. It says, And you have conquered him by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of their testimony that they have loved their lives even unto death. You have overcome the enemy by the blood of the Lamb and the word of your testimony. Never underestimate the power of your testimony. Never, never underestimate the power of your testimony 
from what the blood of Jesus has done in your life. Speak it out. Declare it. Don't get familiar with it. Don't hold back and think, oh, people have already heard it. Let it be on your mouth. Let it be uh, on your lips. Let it be something that flows from you. Because when you share the victory of God, you overcome the enemy. You overcome evil. You overcome all the stuff that comes against you to kill you and steal you and destroy you. And we get to stand in life and life abundantly through the blood of Jesus. How good is that? Amen. The fourth thing is this. The blood of Jesus gives us access to his presence. The blood of Jesus or through the blood of Jesus, we have access to his presence. And in Hebrews chapter 10, verse 19, why don't you turn there with me? Hebrews 10, 19. It says, Therefore, brothers, since we have confidence to enter the holy place by the blood of Jesus, the holy place. You know, there's no greater joy in life than encountering the presence of God, the tangible, sweet, life-changing presence the Bible says that when we draw near to God, he draws near to us. It tells us that when we worship, he inhabits the praise of his people. I encourage you, every person, I encourage myself, let's be presence people. Let's be people who know that through the blood, through the price that's been paid, we can enter into the most holy place. The most holy place. That's the deepest part of God's heart. What a great invitation for you and I, that you get to enter into the most inner places of the heart of God. And it starts with the blood of Jesus. You know, it's up to you how deep you go. The invitation is there. God says, come. He says, uh, he, he opens the invitation. He says, come and sit with me. And it's up to us to say yes. So when it comes to the blood of Jesus, we have the confidence. And I encourage you, have confidence to enter into God's presence. Don't come in half-heartedly. Enter in with boldness, the Bible says, the presence of God. I hope this is blessing you. I hope your spirit is being stirred today. Just one more point before we finish today, and it's the point of this. Through the blood of Jesus, we become a part of God's family. Through his blood, we become a part of God's family. Galatians chapter 4, verse 5 to 7. And if you have your Bibles, why don't you turn, to, turn there? Galatians 4. Verse 5 to 7 says this, to redeem, to redeem those who are under the law so that we might receive adoption as sons. And because you are sons, God has sent the spirit of his son into our hearts crying, Abba, Father, which means Daddy, Father, so that you are no longer a slave but a son. And if you are a son, then you are an heir through God. How amazing is that? Through the blood of Jesus, we become adopted as family. We become heirs through God, through Christ. I, I'm getting a deeper revelation of this because of my son. If you know me, I'm not a big germ fan. If you offer me to have a, even before COVID, if you, if you offered me a bit of your drink, uh, no thank you, not a huge fan. Uh, my wife is Italian heritage. She'll share food all day long. Not so much for me. When my son came along, it's really been amazing. He, he can have a drink out of my cup and then I'll still drink it. 
My wife was amazed. She's like, you are a changed man. I said, it's only for my son and only for a certain time. When he hits a certain age, he's out. Like, no more drinking from my cup. That sounds kind of harsh, doesn't it? But I, I, it's one of those things where right now, I don't mind his slobber. I don't mind his kisses. I don't mind him sharing food with me because he is my son, because he's somebody who's my heir. He's someone who... And it's just... It's kind of strange that it's not normally my nature. When it comes to God and when it comes to us, it's really interesting that God says, I am going to now adopt you as my sons and daughters, to the point where he says, call me dad. Like not some scary being out there that you can't approach. Call me dad. Call me Abba Father. It's so mind-blowing. It's so precious. And it comes back to the fact that through the blood of Jesus, we have adoption, we have inclusion. I don't know what kind of family or your experience might be that you come from, but I want to encourage you. There is a family, the family of God, which is perfect. It's, it's there. It's, it's, it's the heart of God. It's just he is there for you. He embraces you. He's unconditional. His love is so big. It's so great. And when it comes to yours and my heart and our walk, I encourage you to approach him as your father. Approach him as your dad. It's every day, say, Abba, Father. Or for me, I say, Dad. I say, I love you, Dad. And I talk to him. And it's just one of those amazing things. Yeah, with Bear right now, he's my son. He's 16 months old. And he walks around the house or waddles around the house saying, Mama. And he'll go up to Charlie and she loves it. Every time he says, Mama, man, he can get anything he wants. And when it comes to me, it's just, Dad, 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 like, Dad. I'm like, oh, it's the best feeling in the world to have this son of mine acknowledging who I am and calling out my name. And I, I just wonder what it's like with a Heavenly Father when we call out his name. Because he's perfect. His heart for us is so big and so great. And we, we, we call on him and we say, Dad. And he just goes, yes, I'm here. You know, Bear puts his arms up to me and I just can't help but pick him up every single time. It's a joy to my heart. And that's what it's like, I think, with God. He's there and he's like, just lift your arms. I'll pick you up. I'll carry you. And it comes back to the sacrifice of the blood of Jesus. So what we're going to do as we finish is this, is we're going to take time right now to just enjoy communion. I have two questions for you and they'll come up on the screen. The first question is this, what does the blood of Jesus mean to you? What does the blood of Jesus mean to you? And if you're in your connect group or with your family or with, your, with other people, you can even as a group have a chat. What does the blood of Jesus mean to you personally? And the second question is this, why are you thankful for the blood of Jesus? Why are you thankful in your heart for the blood of Jesus? And what we're going to do now, we're going to take a moment and we're going to play a worship song. And I just encourage you, wherever you are, just to take time, just to reflect on the blood, the beauty of the blood of Jesus, that he has shed his blood for you because he loves you. In Jesus' name. Bless you, church. We love you. We thank you for joining us. And we can't wait to see all that God's going to do in and through your life. In Jesus' name. Be blessed. We hope you were encouraged by today's message. If you would like to know more about our church, please go to celebrationchurch.com.au.